Oh, so on the podcast today, we have the man, the myth, the legend. He is the man I will tell my kids was Nick Saban. This is Coach Joey Fields on the podcast. Coach, welcome to the podcast. You know, it's the third time being on here, uh, Coach, and the, the introduction gets better and better every time I'm on here. Uh, it has to, though. You know, I mean, you're a three-time podcast guest, and you're doing great things. And, we're, you know, we talk – a lot on the phone outside of this obviously and uh i can't record those conversations you know because that's not nothing there, there's nothing inappropriate or anything it's just it's us talking ball and all that jazz so anytime i can get you on the podcast this is this is gold oh man i enjoy both of them so i'm like the guys from saturday night live like they get to host like five plus times like tom hanks and uh the couple other ones that's how i feel like on the uh, mind of a football coach podcast right now heck yeah man i mean this is this is what's up i gotta got some time and coach you texted me today you said hey let's go let's get on the podcast and i said let's do it i just plugged the mic in let's and let's it, go oh i appreciate you yeah man so coach uh i'm sure some listeners have not listened to the first two and if they have not they need to but if you would just introduce yourself real quick that would that would be awesome in the shortest way, um, going into my 15th year of coaching next year, um, a couple stops. Been at, started at Maitland High School, graduate Maitland High School, played for Coach Kinder, uh, coached with Coach Kinder at Maitland, then Mingo Central. And then I was at Martinsburg with A. Walker before coming here at Herbert Hoover now. Um, love where I'm at. Uh, if I knew it was as good as it is now, I'd have been here a long time ago. And that's because of the people and and the kids we got walking the hallways, but also the people in this community. Uh, you know, this is their school, and, and and they support it, and it's it's a good place to be. Absolutely, that's that's all you can ask for. And I think that, like you said, you have a great a great spot there, Coach. You've coached with like some legends of West Virginia high school football. If you wouldn't mind, just expound on that a little bit about what you've learned from each of those guys and how that how that plays into your coaching philosophy. Oh, absolutely. They, you know, Yogi Kinder and David Walker. And then, uh, you know, I've also coached with Melvin Cunningham, uh, Rich Sherman, uh, you know, a, a lot of good guys that are, uh, you know, head coaches now um, in the States and uh, Melvin's in Ohio. But, you know, uh, that relationship for me is it's a phone call away, but so many valuable lessons, you know, on and off the field. Uh, me and Coach Kinder are actually getting together here in a couple of weeks down in Orlando for the Glacier Clinic. Uh, I'm going to go visit Coach Walker and uh, Coach Sherman here very soon. But, you know, those are great guys, great football coaches, but they're better people. And they've been very good to me and very good to my family and uh, very in instrumental to the coach I am and the coach I want to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Where did where did you coach with Melvin Cunningham? I, we he They came to our 7 on 7 a couple of years back. Well, Melvin actually coached me at Mate one one year. And then our first year at Mingo Central, Melvin was uh, was there with us. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, he and I still talk, uh, you know, so I, I think a lot of him and uh, uh, Melvin's, a good, Melvin's a great coach. Yeah, absolutely. He's done great things. Where does he remind me where he is now? He's Fairland, Ohio. So, okay. uh, yeah, they just had a very good season this year. Um, I think this is Melvin's fifth year there. I, I may – I may be wrong on that. That's awesome. And Coach Dave Walker, man, that he is 
you know, one of the kings of West Virginia high school football. And he's now at Concord, right, if I'm, if I'm correct on that. Okay. He is. You know, and I was thinking the other day, Coach, I was like, you know, you see the Sean McVay and the Zach Taylor and the Kyle Shanahan and, you know, all those guys who are close friends, you know, and they're competing against each other for Super Bowls, you know. And, and I'm very fortunate to have the relationship I have with you. And you and I have played against each other a couple times. And regardless of the outcome, you walk across that field, you shake, you shake each other's hand. You know, I go home and uh, my wife don't care about my coaching record. Uh, all she cares about is my record on Tuesdays and Thursdays when I take out the trash mm-hmm. and make sure the dogs take out in the morning. But no, is is you know people compete, and I think our state is very good. We compete against each other, but there's also so much, um, you know, so many great friendships in coaches. Uh, some of my best friends are because of coaches. And you build that relationship. So I'm very fortunate of that. And, and it starts with me with, of course, Yogi Kinder and Dave Walker, uh, Jason Ryan, Rich Sherman, yourself, uh, Johnny Mays. Uh, you know, there's so many, you know, Seth Ramsey, so many good guys in this uh, in this state that are coaches, but also great people. Mm-hmm. Having coached in a couple other, <clears throat> a couple other states, one thing, that's one thing I find about West Virginia is, man, once you're in the club, you're in the club. You know, yeah. like once once you become friends with a coach, then even if you have a disagreement about something, you can come back around and make some peace and then still stay, you know, stay friends. But the guys I text with and call with are, you know, like yourself and other coaches around the state. And, man, that's that's just really cool that we all somewhat get along. And that's that's rare, man. I think that's – I think in other places it's probably not as, not as much. Absolutely. It's hard, you know. This is what we do. This is what we want to do. It's not really a hobby for us. You know, this is, you know, this is my, you know, part, a big part of my life. But also, I go home and I, I want to be a very good husband. And I want to be a good father now. Uh, I want to be a good friend. So, uh, you know, it's, you put it aside. But don't get me wrong. I want to win. I want to win as much as anybody. And but if you also get, you know, can beat me and give me a good one, I'll walk across that field and we'll shake hands. And, and I got to get better. I'm not going to complain about it. You know, I'm not going to make excuses. We got to get better. I got to get better individually. And I'm constantly uh, looking that person in the mirror, and we got to get better as a program. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, no doubt. It's man, I, I think the off season for me is one of the toughest times because there's so much out there now you can learn from, and you know I'll put together a playbook and then delete it all, and then put it back together and try to hey, how do we do this better? How do we do that better? What's your process like in the off season? Because I know I can be all over the dang place. Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, you, you have what you believe in. And I think what you believe in is, for me, a question that can I coach it? You know, if I have problems, um, can I fix those problems quick? But can I coach it? And you go back to that. So then you ask yourself about practice time. Uh, you know, I got all these great plays, and uh, there's plays out there, and there's some good ones. But it's, you know, uh, mastering what you can coach and what you truly believe in but for me I, i'm a big you know I, i'm a big on paper guy so I, I write everything down um you know i screenshot a lot of stuff uh, probably a, subscribe to every coaching thing that there is but uh and, and you talk to good people people who have done that if i want to talk to um you know uh the wing t i call jason ryan you call people that you uh you know, you have that relationship with, and you know who has who has done it at a high level. But yeah, off season, you're constantly questioning yourself and uh, reevaluating. I think on all aspects of your program. If you don't, 
then uh, you know you're not getting any better. So and I and I want to get better, and I think that we have a group of kids right now that want to get better. So they take that coaching, coaching, and and uh, that constant push towards uh, being better each day. Yeah, no doubt. It it's like you said, write stuff down, ink your think. Somebody told me that years ago. Put it on paper so people so you can remember it and go back to it and access it and. Yeah, that's awesome. So you subscribe to all the stuff. Like, you, do you go to Glazier and Nike? Is, is that kind of your your thing, or are there other ones too? Yeah, because I, I I like going to the colleges and seeing them practice. Um, I like just visiting during spring, even when the coaching clinics aren't going on. But yeah, of course, Nike and USA Football, uh, Glacier. Uh, a little bit, you know. I, I drove to Oklahoma, sixteen hours by myself to hear one play. It's <laughs> a play that we uh, we. Uh, we run an awful lot in that GT counter, but just to see the best do it, hear the best do it, and ask those questions uh, in you know face to face, which is fun. Um, I love I love this game, and probably again January through May is one of my favorite times. But uh, also, there's a lot of information out there, and all that information is not good. But, you know, I listened to you talk about not long ago. You got rid of Twitter because there's just so much, Freaking and you overload. have to kind of filter filter through that you know one day i'm uh i'm a spread five wide the next minute i'm in fear and then i'm power eyes and you know i'm three four i'm who are you you know and so you go back to that question what can you coach and when it comes down to fourth and one what are you calling you know and i and and that's that's us as coaches we constantly are evaluating i watch the super bowl and whoever wins the super bowl that's probably the offense i'll be running that next monday (laughs) you know but you fight that that's the battle it really is because I think it's good if you do maybe something similar year in and year out, but to just, you know, hit play every year and you're just running the same thing because that's what, that's what I did the year before. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if it's good to change all the time. So that balance, I think it's, it's hard to find uh, in order to yeah. try to be better, you know? Absolutely. It's a, uh... We have a core in what we believe in. Again, back to what I can cut, co- what I want, and feel comfortable coaching and can coach. That's what we believe in. You get that experience over time, mm-hmm. but it's um, but different ways to get there. You know, um, formations, motions, different ways to run GT, different ways to run power inside zone. Um, and we've been, you know, when we had Jeremy Dillon and Joe Hunt, it was, uh, you know, the running back was going to run between the tackles. Our quarterback was going to kind of get the edge. And then it flipped for me when I first got here. Our running back got the edge, and our quarterback was in between tackles. So it's a different way to get there, but it's still, you know, um, it's still power, still GT, still inside zone for the most part. Yeah, no doubt. It's, I think if you have too much, it's detrimental. But if you don't have enough, it's also the same thing, you know. But if you're – I mean, a couple of years ago, we were heavy RPO, but if somebody locks you up man-to-man, you can't – like your RPO is well, yeah. dead. You're going to hand off inside zone absolutely. 30 times a game, you know? Absolutely. You know, and I think that's where it goes back to I have to get better than all, better this next season is formation solves problems. Mm. You know, uh, the motion shifts are getting so big, but then you get into practice time. There's mm. a lot of our, at our level is we're still teaching kids, you know, game eight, game nine, how to down block. Yeah. You know, people forget, people forget that. Uh, and, but right now with our situation, here at Hoover is I just took over the Little League. Um, our middle school coach is in the weight room with me every day. Hmm. So 
we're in the right direction to get that and to build that base of who we are and just teaching football, fundamental football. And that's the thing we do in the off season as well. We have football school twice a week. Uh, we're getting ready to get into our film sessions of breaking down last year's film in front of our team. So, um, you know, those things, if guys like ball and want to, want to be better football players, I want to give them all that um, opportunity to do so. Mm. Coach, you're giving me ideas right now. I'm listening to you. I'm going, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. You know, if Coach Fields is doing I want to do it, you know. Oh, man, I appreciate it. No, it's uh, – that's what we are, it's these. You know, somebody called me out on Twitter not too long ago and said, you took that from another coach. Well, of course I did. <laughs> he had right. a great idea, you know, and, and that's what we are. You, I steal from a lot of coaches. Um, and I, I, I think that's the name of the game. I, I would be very flattered if you or someone else took something from me. And I would be happy to uh, volunteer that information. I mean, that's what our, uh, you know, coaching brotherhood is. Mm. So it's uh, it's fun. Coach, I'm telling you, I, the one of the best things I did was get off the old Twitter and social media, man. I, my mind is so much clearer now. Oh, my gosh. I, one day I'll talk you into it. Maybe I won't, but I'll, I'll keep talking to well, you about it. <laughs> you know, it, honestly, Coach, you're right, is, if you're in this business and you're worried about what somebody says about you, you're not going to be in it. You're in the wrong you business. Know? And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And the thing with the social media is what we use is it's a way for us to create the narrative for our program, sure. not let someone else. Mm -hmm. So we put those things out there, and this is what we're doing. This is what we're going to do. And it's not to um, uh, – Post our ego or try to get kids here, which is what has been said. It is to promote our program. It is to create the narrative someone someone else doesn't. And it's to let our kids have fun. They love being called Player of the Week, uh, Workout Warrior of the Week, um, seeing their stats online. They work hard, so they should be rewarded. Mm. And also, it's very fun for me. You know, uh, we want to give our kids uh, the best opportunity on and off the field. I want to give them the best uniforms, uh, the best locker rooms, everything. That takes a lot of hard work. And people who are not um, wanting to put in that hard work, it kind of rubs them wrong in, in ways. And, you know, uh, that's not going to stop us from doing what I believe has uh, made the programs I've been part of very successful. And social media is a huge part of that. No doubt, Coach. I'm I'm just giving you giving you crap. Uh, no, that's a, first, no, yeah. no, Coach. Personally, personally, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any of them. You know, I, I enjoy I do enjoy Twitter. There is good football in there, but um, I wouldn't have Facebook if it wasn't for coaching. You know, so um, I don't want to put that on my wife and give her the uh, the football account or anything. Uh, but it is, um, yeah, it's it takes up a lot of your, your mind. I listen to some coaches talk about coaches. They eat the same meal every day. And now I can't do that because I like, I like a lot of different things, mm -hmm. but is I do pick out my clothes for the week. Mm -hmm. So I know here, here's what I'm wearing. Every, so I'm not, that's one less thing I have to think about. I do that on Sunday. I'll pick out my clothes. Uh, as silly as that sounds, but it's one less thing you have to think about and you can kind of focus on what, um, what the bigger picture is for you. It's like Coach Harbaugh, man. That dude looks the same every day. Khakis, shirt, every day. hat, you know. I have a couple different uh, pullovers and, and uh, hats and stuff. But, you know, as far as practice, yeah, 
I, I get it ready for the week and okay, I have my practice stuff ready and I take it to the complex and um, allows me to focus on something else. Hmm. Yeah. Their own. Everyone's different, right? Yeah, man, that's it. You know, you, you hit the nail on the head there talking about if you can systemize certain things, then you're, you, you leave room for other things when you want to be creative. And I think that's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing that. Just take your stuff on Sunday. When you go up to the facilities, take all your practice stuff. Coach, see, you're, man, this is awesome. I'm stealing all kinds of stuff for you right now. Well, I appreciate it, man. No, it, it works. There's different things that, that being around Coach Kinder, um, being around Dave Walker and so many other coaches I've been fortunate to be around, they all do different things. So some I like and some don't cater to my personality or, or you know, but it's, um, I think that as you grow in coaching, I like to think I've become a better coach every Saturday morning. You know, I go back and watch film and question myself and what we could have done, should have done. What's the easiest and simplest, best way to get the job done? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and that's on and off the field. And as the years go on, I get a little more confident in thinking I'm doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we settle into things that we like and – because there's all yeah. different kinds of ways. That's what makes football cool, because there's all different sort of ways to skin a cat, so to speak. Uh, you know, some Absolutely. guys it's double tight, three back. Some guys it's spread. Some guys it's pros. Some guys it's this. Some guys it's that. And I think that's what makes football the funnest sport to coach. What do you think? Oh, 100%. I, I say that all the time. You know, we're all trying to get to a destination. Everybody's in a different car. But we got here. You know, we got we got to the game. But it's um, it is. Um, Again, going back to what you feel comfortable with, what you what you can coach, uh, your experiences that mold you to who you are offensively, defensively, special teams. Uh, there's a lot of football I like out there that uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of teams do, but you know I probably wouldn't be very good at teaching it that way. Or you know that that's just a part of, of learning you. But um, yeah, so much so much good football out there and. and as a student of the game and uh, as we all, all are, all as coaches are, it, it, it's fun. It's fun to get better each day. Mm. That really is the fun, isn't it? It's trying to figure out how do I become better today and how do I help my, my team? I, I think that, that's what makes this thing enjoyable. Cause if you let it, it's super stressful. You know, so you see people burn out because of all kinds of different things. 100%. When, when we were, when, when I first started at Mingo, I felt like when I took over coaching, we just come off the state championship. And I felt like I did a lot of things that didn't factor into wins and losses. Mm. That, you know, trying to build the program. But I, and, and I told myself, when I got back in, becoming a head coach again, I would not do that. But you find yourself doing it again. Mm. You know, uh, doing the same thing because you know that's what's important to building a program. Mm. But and we go back and I question where our program, where our team is right now is, you know, we got very, very close this year, you know, 10 and no season, first time since 1977. Mm-hmm. You know, we felt we had top two or three teams um, and we come up very, very short. But you go back and you look at, you know, Yogi Kinder went to three state championships and, and lost before he won. Um, Tom Herman, um, Tom Harmon, I'm sorry, Tom Harmon at Wayne lost two state championships before he won his first, and Dave Walker lost four in a row. So you can't make me believe that those teams, that those teams that they have now are just so much better than those those teams in the past. Mm-hmm. It's a mental, you're building that mentality in your program. You're building that mentality every single day. 
and we're close. And we're a lot closer than I thought we would be at this time. And that's exciting. And the people in the community are starting to feed off that, you know, uh, from our little league to our middle schools to the crowd you see that we have on Friday night. So it's an exciting time. But we're close. And I, I think what we went through this year, you know, on and off the field, and playing the team like Fairmont is only going to make us better as a program for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you went toe-to-toe with the state champs, Coach. And, you know, a, a and roll goes, of dice here, roll of dice there, you got it, you know? Absolutely. And they're a good football team. I mean, they've, uh, they're not in the four – you know, win the four of the last five state championships for no reason. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we played them at, at Mingo Central in 2016, and we beat them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they lost to Bluefield the next year. And then here they go on this run. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and it, it can happen. We talked to our guys about, you know, control what you can control. I know it's cliche, but it, it, there's so much truth in that. Let's continue building this the right way. We're getting ready to go in the weight room here and here very shortly. And, you know, I tell all our guys to wear our colors. And if you don't have your colors, then, you know, you, you're getting better. You're getting worse. You got worse today. It's such a mentality building that, where does your mind go when it's fourth and one? Mm-hmm. And we're close to being in, in the right spot for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you're trying to focus on things that that matter. But man, a lot of it, a lot of it doesn't matter. But some of it does. It, like sometimes we don't think about. Like you were saying, where are your colors? Where's your mind on fourth and one? That's, man, that's it, coach. That's that's the secret sauce, so to speak. It is, and it's hard. You know, I I get the whole deal is outside out of mind um as a kid you know they want to get on snapchat and tiktok and, and and so on i get that so that's how we cater our practices that's how we cater our workouts that's how we cater our meetings mm-hmm. you know our meetings are not very uh, not very long our workouts is uh, 50 minutes mm-hmm. um you know our practice is if we're over an hour and 40 minutes and we've done something seriously wrong because yeah. um you know it's and you sell it to them and I think we've had better practice. We've had better uh, lifts. We have great meetings um, because we sell it to them that, hey, this is how we do things. You come in, control what you can control, and um, let's get better today. And, and I've seen such a big jump in the last two years. But we also have a lot of guys in that locker room who are really good football players. Mm-hmm. But the old cliche thing is everybody uh, needs good players to win, but not everybody can win with good players. So I also keep that in mind as well. Yeah, I think that's, you know, one of those things where obviously it takes, you know, talent talent to win, but sometimes it, you have to develop that too, you know, and you have to coach it right and do all that, all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, Coach, as we, we come to the – we land the plane here, we come to the end of the, of the podcast here, I would just love your wisdom about – and maybe you're a coach at a place and, you know, you're trying to build culture, build a program. What are some, just some simple things people can do when they first start? Maybe when they first take over, this is when the time of year jobs turn over and people get new jobs. What are some things they can do, you know, day one, first week to help get their program started? Yeah. I think you get to know the kids, you know, you get to know the kids and there's no fakeness about that. They get to know you, you get to know them. And then, of course, it gravitates to their parents. You know, uh, the old saying, kids don't care what you know. Do you, they know how much you care? 
and it, so it's building that relationship with everyone around your program and, and making them feel valued. That's what Yogi Kinder and Dave Walker have done so well with that. In, in the past, is making those the people in their program, their coaches, their support staff, making them feel value and ownership and and like it like it's theirs because it is. But it's about people. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It don't matter how many games you win. Um, it's about people, and that's why that's why I want to be want to be a coach. It's those relationships that I had with my coaches and and my teammates, and uh, I want to get that over to our players as well. But when we first when we first came when we first came here, it, I wasn't trying to do it. Of course, it, it becomes your program, and you know what you feel is important to building a successful program and team and and culture. But is um, what has Herbert Hooper done in the past? You know, you want to kind of honor that past and figure that out. And um, I think people gravitate towards that. And uh, it, it's a big it's been a big big part for us of what we've done to be successful is bringing back those old players, those old memories, showing them on your social media, um, uh, those types of things. But it, it's been very enjoyable. And I think people gravitate toward that if they think you're trying to do it the right way. Without rambling on there, Coach, I'm sorry. No, you, Coach, there's no time limit, time limit on this. This is open forum, my friend. You just do what you need to do. No, I enjoy it, man. I know uh, I thought we'd go in here and just – chop it up a little bit I always enjoy talking to you and uh, I appreciate all the knowledge that you gave me over the last couple of years oh, oh man I, I I think my guests have given you all of that I just get on here and talk you know <laughs> it's like oh man this sounds good let's just let it rip you know there you go coach I appreciate you thank you buddy I appreciate you man coach I'll see you soon